And we're live. Live? And we're live. This is pre Notice. Coming at you live from Madison Square Garden. Known to self make more pre recorded messages. Hi, I'm not here right now. You are, though, kind of. Hello. A little bit. Oh, and the audience is here, too. Hello. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. I'm so glad we decided to move to a live studio audience format. A filmed in front of a live... The Gecko Gamescast is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Well, you can do that, right? Even if it's not true? I I don't know. I guess if you, like, give a little wink. I'm winking. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Yeah, joke's on them. We're not even in the same fucking building. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine just... I mean... Having a laugh track would be so tacky. It'd be so hard to pull off. I'd be like, this is... But it would make me feel this good. This is the sitcom episode. I just edited in a laugh track. In just very inappropriate moments. Intercut yeah. everywhere. Be like, yeah, that was, uh, that was a pretty rough Christmas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow, thanks. Well, Rich, how are you? Uh, I'm alright. This is a late recording for us. Because we've, we've had a doozy of a week. Listen, the week was rough. Things were things were tough out there. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Hannibal Burgers. <laughs> Hannibal Burgers, everybody. Um, I don't think a lot of stuff has happened with games, but we, there wise. have been some releases. I've seen a lot about uh, Flight Simulator today. So have I, because it takes it's been getting forever some, to download, some... and even people with like top-of-the-lines graphics cards are like, I'm losing frames here. I heard they play some nice music while it's installing. Uh, yeah, I've heard more than one person say they're really annoyed that, that you can't turn that off since it takes a goddamn year to install. I was so impressed with that because the last time I think music played during an installation was back in early 2000s, maybe. Probably. This thing... When you were just installing a game and you saw the window and the bar show yeah, the up. The physical edition of this game is 10 fucking discs. I mean, from what I've seen, it's not surprising. You could go on, like... 20-hour flights, you just fly. Yeah, have we talked on this show before about the the Twitch community around Microsoft Flight Simulator and how amazing it is? No, but please tell me, because now this is the first okay, time I've heard so about here, it. Okay, so here's the thing. People use uh, Flight Simulator to literally train for, like, the test you take to get your pilot's license. Uh, because that's how, like, the recent versions, like, that's how good it is. Um, mm -hmm. but the thing, when you, when you, I learned this like a year ago, I want to say, when you take that exam, you actually have to like radio into towers and stuff to like go through the protocol you would go through. So there's mm -hmm. a Twitch community of like pilots who go on like an empty radio channel and you can send them a flight path of a course you, pro you plotted out for Microsoft Flight Simulator and they like stand by for you to radio into them so you could go through the motions of what that'll be like. Neat. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I just thought that was really neat. Like, I'm like, that's that, that sounds really that neat. sounds wholesome and neat and helpful and educational. It reminds me of a with your truck simulator how you could just listen to the radio stations of actual. Oh yeah, you could go on like actual stations. CB radios. Yeah, and sometimes they would even say shout out to the Euro Truck yeah. simulator crowd for just enjoying this while you're on a ten hour haul. God, I can't even tell you how many times I like weirdly for no like I'd be working on something else. And I would just, like, watch Alex Navarro doing, like, 10-hour Euro Truck Simulator streams. It's, it's just just endless. And it, it, I, I gotta give it props. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, the audience, I'm so, so, I'm 
still so surprised, even though I don't know why I am anymore, as to how big the audience is for these types of games. Um, I mean, I get I get it to a degree because like it seems really cathartic. Um, yeah, Flight Simulator even more so because especially to this point, like I said, it's so advanced at this point. People actually use it to practice, like if they're in the process of getting their pilot's license. Like it's a a straight up educational tool at this point, and that's which awesome. is insane. And this was apparently, I'm trying to think for a moment, this was the same team that did what? What other game did they do? Oh, gosh. I don't know offhand. I shouldn't have even said anything. Yeah, because now, now people expect you. It'll come back to me. This is the same team that made another game that, when I was reading, it was a complete 180. Suit Larry. From, no, well, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be so wacky. It'd actually be um, hilarious. But they made another game that was completely just the opposite of what this was. And I was it so was surprised by that. Simulator. <laughs> it's just farming simulator. I'm like, it, it's so drastically different. Um, Asobo. Oh, hold on. No, we're going digging for a second. Digging. I, I do know. Oh, they did a Plague Tale. There you oh, go. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that was that's it. what it was. I do remember reading that now that you say it. That I was saying, it's a Plague I Tale. I like that game. Yeah, and I got to be honest. I was like, damn. Um, you think they implemented the wacky. rat tech into flight simulator? Yeah, <laughs> we designed all of our planes to operate the same as rats. I'm just like, wow, if it, the go. way the rats work in the game is about the same as a plague tale. Why are there rats in this game? Why are the rats all up in my game? There's just um, rats all over the cockpit. In addition to flight simulator, there were a few demos and betas. The Avengers beta was out. You played it. I definitely want to yeah. know your thoughts about uh, it because I know we talked about it. I played a pretty Tony our Pro Stereo demo came out too. Yeah. I played that. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited for that game. Uh, but but I'll, um, I'll give you some. Thoughts. I want to talk about Avengers. What did you think about it? Here's the thing, and I texted you briefly during the week. We talked about this a little bit. I played all of the story stuff uh, that they had on the table. There's a solid two hours that you could play of like the open. It jumps around a little bit, but what I assume is the opening of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you play that opening mission they showed off about a million times, uh, mm-hmm. which has. You, you kind of jump through the roster of Avengers. You play a little bit as Iron Man, as Cap, as Hulk, as Black Widow, as Thor. And you kind of get a quick feel for everyone. Um, you fight Taskmaster as Black Widow as a little boss fight at the end of that. Uh, I thought everybody handled pretty well. Um, the characters you don't really get a ton of time to get a feel for are Cap and Thor. Because they are not in the rest of the beta. Uh, mm-hmm. but they both felt fine. Like the main thing, I think I mentioned this to you, Thor's hammer works exactly like, uh, Kratos axe in, uh, God of War, which is the, which is the thing you want. Wild. Uh, like it's exactly the same tech. It feels the same. It's fucking awesome. Uh, and cap has a, a similar mechanic with his shield, but it doesn't work like Mjolnir. Like you can't call it back when you want to, it just straight up boomerangs. So like it feels distinctly different. Uh, which I think is also important. Does it still take a, a couple of swings to just defeat people with Mjolnir? Uh, like some of the <laughs> the fucking some of the stronger of like aim bots and stuff, like the bigger guys. Yeah, but there it, it does have that satisfaction that God of War had, where like you you'll throw Mjolnir, and then when you uh. call it back, it just pulls through and finishes off like the crowd of guys as it's coming back to your hand. Like I I still That's love awesome. that shit. Um. Important to note that one of the ultimate attacks for Cap is called Brooklyn Brawler. Uh, just, the Brooklyn Brawler. Just want to get that out there. 
It's like there's no significance to that. It's just it just want to get that out. But then the rest of the story stuff you get to do is what appears to be the main hook of the story. So which I'm really into. I'm really into this story. Like this is what's gonna actually draw me into the game. Um, so you go through that whole intro sequence where the entire premise is the Avengers are in San Francisco unveiling this new tech on a shield helicarrier. Something goes horribly wrong. Uh, the helicarrier implodes. Uh, Cap is seemingly killed in the incident. And also an experimental Terrigen mist that was on board is released into San Francisco, eventually spreads throughout the world, creating Inhumans. Uh, so now the Inhumans are this new threat in the world. You jump to five years later, and uh, you pick up... Obviously, they skip a little bit of what the actual intro would be. I don't really know how they come together. But you're playing as Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, uh, a newly discovered Inhuman, and a, uh, a bearded and uh, hopeless Bruce Banner, uh, as they are trying to... Uh, the, the mission you play is you head to an old S.H.I.E.L.D. facility... Uh, which is now an AIM facility, to steal back Jarvis, because it seems like the main through line is, after that incident, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and the Avengers are defunded, Stark Industries is liquidated, and all of those assets are given to the newly founded AIM. Um, so it seems like Kamala's mission is to get the like reunite the Avengers and expose AIM as like performing these horrible experiments on Inhumans. Which I think is such a cool... When you were even telling me about it, too, I thought that was such a cool story oh, to go through. The actress they have uh, as Kamala Khan, she's, her delivery is fantastic. Um, she very much is, like, framed as this this kid who grew up, like, on Avengers stuff. Like, she is a fangirl. Like, like she has mm. been in the comics in the past. Yeah, right. And right. I think all that stuff is handled, like, super well. Like, the parts of the game I got to play, she doesn't even have a costume yet like she has her powers and everything um but she's not like suited up as captain as miss marvel rather yet and i yeah, do actually think cool. her and hulk were probably like granted it might be skewed a little bit because they're the two you play the most as in this but they were the most fun to play as to me i'm i'm always and this is why i think that with the game story i think that's just hindered being being the type of game it is like, yeah, being a, a, a live game. The term is games as a service, yeah, right? Live or a live game. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just because if that was just a straightforward... If it was just a story kind of campaign-based story that is mission-based, like it is, but really focusing just on a pretty clear path to just go straight through and just complete itself, I think that would be ten times more enjoyable Same. than it would be compared to how I know it's going to be, compared to the model that it's serving. I am worried that it will be hindered by the sort of floating plot type stuff that these live games tend to have. Which, yeah. the thing is, like, all the stuff that was there was really good, which gives me some degree of hope. Like, you go through that whole facility, uh, there's a boss fight against uh, Abomination at the end of that, which felt pretty good. Like, boilerplate boss fight, but it still felt good. Um... I also now, having this five years later Bruce Banner with his nice beard, I now stand Beard Hulk. Uh, Grizzly <laughs> Beard Hulk is the best skin in the game. I'm officially announcing myself standing the Beard Hulk. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to get that out there for everybody. Uh, the main villain is, I assume, MODOK, since we're going all in on AIM. Uh, so that's pretty fucking cool. I, I just, yeah, and it's just the, it's the fact that, you know... 
in terms of floating narrative, that's exactly how I think it'll be. You're you're gonna go through those main key storylines. Um, where you'll go through those main missions, get some snippets of story, see some cinematics, see some really cool stuff. Uh, but in between that, you're gonna be faced with a lot of optional missions and some fluff. For sure. Which makes sense. Again, it, it's not bad, but I feel like if you're doing so much crap like that eventually you're going to want to do all of it or it's going to be encouraged that you should and then eventually you get to your main story mission and then you'll do five more and then you'll get to another one and it'll kind of just kind of trickle you down this path until you get to the end and that to me just seems like a bigger give compared to what you're getting back there and then i noticed as i went through it's one of those things where again obviously it's a loot game it's going to be encouraged you to replay stuff it's like one of those things where you know you pick your load out of four in the uh in the Quinjet when you're going out and mm. uh, like I'm playing this level as Iron Man. Of course I know it's like, here's this wall here with a, with a chest behind it. And oh, Hulk would be able to break that down. Like it's one of those. Uh, I don't, I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> and that's just the thing. Like I, you can pick companions to go with you, but like, I almost wish it gave me the option to do it single player style. Like a, uh, like an ultimate alliance where it's like, okay, I got to pick my four characters to go, but I wish I could just do this single player and hot swap between the four of them rather than yeah. have to rely on either an, a computer AI or another player. And at least in ultimate alliance though, you, when you get to those checkpoints can freely change up your roster. Yeah. You know and even I mean? that's like, not the end of the world to me. Like I don't feel bad about being like, okay, I'm locked in as like my team is like, Ms. Marvel, Hulk, Iron Man, Cap. Like, that's fine. Whatever. Like, I don't mind replaying stuff to, like, get all these unlockables and shit if that's what it is. But I wish I could seamlessly make this a single-player experience because I'm going to go in on this game because I'm going to be reviewing it for Sword Chomp. I'm going to be doing some other work on it. But I just worry, like, about these multiplayer lobbies and stuff and how enjoyable all of that's going to be to just be running missions again and again uh and like leveling up these every character has like their own skill trees like I, i'm worried they're going to split themselves too thin in terms of how different all these characters are yeah i agree it, from that one screenshot i saw from iron man the game just looks like it has the potential to be so bloated with a lot of extra and rather compared with the stuff that you do want in it which isn't necessary and there's something good the bones of this is good and like all the stuff i was seeing i was like okay this, this feels good this looks right um i have a feeling it's going to be one of those things where like this is a really good game in a year yeah that that's literally what i've been preaching from the rooftops every ever since i've talked about it in the beginning i think that this is one of those games that in a year's it's time it's gonna have like five when more they release their game of the year edition and, or whatever yeah. the hell they have it They'll have all the missions. Did you see that uh, that data mine that dropped from the beta? No, there what were was fifteen it? characters in the data mine that haven't been announced yet. That's impressive. Like, like Ant Man, Wasp, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Uh, as far as weirdly obscure ones that were in there, Quake, Mockingbird. All to be fully playable. Yeah. That's what it seemed like, at least. Yeah, and there's no way you're getting all those at launch. Also, I have a feeling some of. There's, There's no been way. rumors going around about this. Um, I have a feeling some of them are like Smash style Echo characters, like yeah, War, War I was Machine. Say, like Wasp and Ant Man probably have the same. Kind I can see of them rigging. having slightly different rigs. Like more, of what I was thinking was like, okay, uh, War Machine and Iron Man, um, Mockingbird and Black Widow, 
like I think there are characters that kind of make sense to have almost the same kit. You could even argue that Black Panther would have the same kit as say Black Widow or something just for me. And I was even saying like, like Vision and Doctor Strange arguably could play very similarly. Probably for the floaty yeah, ex- and fly it's like mechanic. yeah, even Scarlet yeah. Witch on that point be like they they have like AOE floaty attacks but they look different. Well, even the animation between, say, like Ant-Man and Wasp, I imagine that you're not going to be able to go mini and play around. There will probably be combo attacks the where you turn tiny and The thing different to me is, like, what I th- why I think Ant-Man and Wasp be different and be like, but also that seems limiting. It's like, Wasp, she's Ant-Man, but she can fly. So why would I ever play as Ant-Man? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think, well, I mean, from what I watched a good portion of it, too, um... I saw, like, player heroes such as Black Widow, they just do the most superhuman shit. Oh, yeah. Like, she'll just jump two stories out. I do, like... And you're just sitting there going, yeah, Black Widow. Some of the navigation (laughs) stuff feels so good. Like, Kamala Khan, like, can straight up, like, just, you know, grab, like, pipes that are 30 feet above her with her stretchy arms and just swing from them. And stuff like that feels awesome. Yeah. And overall... It just looks like a solid game, but yeah, it just there just seems like there'll be a lot to it that I don't want to stick around to experience yeah. at the time and have. I'm with you. I think crap. at launch, what's going to end up happening is I'm going to run that story, probably enjoy it for what it is. Maybe there'll be some slight end game and like stuff for me to enjoy, but then I might just be like, all right, this is the thing I'll touch back into when they're like, hey, this event is happening, and then I'll come back to it when like that Hawkeye pack drops that adds more story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you're gonna enjoy the drip, you enjoy the drip as you go along. Oh yeah, Kate and Bishop was in that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Was in that uh, that uh, leak as well. So that's for sure, like a Hawkeye echo. I just um, I guess I hope long term too. If they ever decide to re-implement the title as well, they kind of shake it up a bit. But it's hard to tell until it releases, and then we'll be there able sure to get the full breadth of a, what a it lot covers. Of skins. Um, yeah, I can't, I've even seen so many like the brand skins, like Verizon T, like all that bullshit. So I was like, gee. This is the last thing I want to do in any game is to say, hey, you want to know what's better than Iron Man? Iron Man with uh, Verizon Iron colors. Man Fios. Yeah, I love Iron Man Fios. It looks fucking absurd. It's ridiculous. Um, like, I mean, I'm in it for, like, the comic book history ones. Like, having, like, Joe Fixit as one is neat or just, like... It's perfect. Like, straight-up Grey Hulk. Like, once Spider-Man is released on the... I'm gonna get this game on PS4 because of Spider-Man. I, I'm not ashamed to say that. Because who the fuck... Because who Yeah, wouldn't? like, all that did... All that announcement did for me as somebody who has every platform was like, oh, I guess I won't buy that on PC. Like, yeah. <laughs> I... I... I I genuinely don't know how many sales they would have gained just from having him universal, but... They're going to lose a, f- a handful, yeah, for sure. Will. People are not going to... People actually stated that they just straight up wouldn't buy it for Spider-Man. And you know what? That's not so ridiculous. Yeah, no. Because it's Spider-Man. It's fucking Spider-Man. He, sell- he moves units. It's like, yeah, sure, if it was Wasp or Ant-Man or Black Panther even, sure. The thing I could Somebody's say, probably going to be like, I don't give a I don't fuck. Think, I don't give a fuck about Vision. I don't think we talked about this issue at the time. I don't understand people's babblement about the Spider-Man thing. I don't know. Like, I could do this and go, yeah. Sony owns the video game license for Spider-Man. Of course this is happening. They It's pretending as if we didn't just have a Spider-Man like, released on the PlayStation people, 4 like a year ago. And then ago, people are like, well, ago. it's not like Insomniac's version of Spider-Man, so what's the difference? The difference is Sony owns the video game licensing for Spider-Man. Why the fuck 
would they let him be used anywhere else? What about Unity, you son of a bitch? Uh, Sony's not a person. They're a company, sir. What about cross-platform Unity? Like, huh? Listen, just because you believe a thing Phil, like, a thing Phil Spencer said when he's casually talking to Jeff Gertzman at the end of E3 doesn't mean it's true. It's still a company. Yeah, and, uh, I mean... I don't fall. Pe- the one thing I don't fall people for, though, is getting pissed off at that. Because no, I, I understand, understand being upset by it, but like, wh- wh- but but not understanding or just saying why is this? When I happening? heard it, I immediately went, "Oh, of course." Yeah. Well, I I sat there and I said, "Well, that's not surprising." Yeah. And also, I was thinking, "Well, that if, sucks." If anything, I was thinking that just sucks for people who as long as it who aren't going to get it. As long it. as it was happening, I was more disappointed that they didn't be like, "Oh, um." we're using Insomniac's version of Spider-Man because I almost liked the idea of there being like a Marvel video game universe. Yeah. Uh, That'll for sure be a skin though. I bet you to high heaven that Insomniac Spider-Man is a skin in that game. Oh, 150%. 100%. It does suck. It's just... It is what it is. It's gonna happen. Far from surprising. It just sucks. You want to know something? I think it sucks at the magnet... at the level... As to which the exclusivity is reaching. Like, if it were just an exclusive kind of skin or something way more flashy. Yeah, but it's full on a character. It's just a full on character, though. And we've, I mean, we've seen this in the past, we implemented in so many other games. It just, no matter what, it sucks. But I think it's in poor taste from the team, from the team to not also give another character to another platform Mm -hmm. you know like granted yes sony does own spider-man i feel that i get it it makes sense it's marketing okay but i don't know give xbox like fucking black panther or vision or give them somebody else that's top tier in that avengers frustrating no matter how you look at it now is like that hawkeye pack is going to add a story element built around hawkeye joining rejoining the team so there can't right. really be a story built around Spider-Man. So what if you would go, like, the story's pretty loose and it just needs a new Avenger to come in and give us the hook. So on Sony's platform, it's going to be Spider-Man, but, like, everywhere else, it'll be fucking Black Another Black hero. Yeah, just yeah. somebody it'll else. Doctor Strange on PC and it'll be uh, fucking Black Panther on Xbox. Yeah, because frankly, if they I, I, in the past, I remember the main times that I've been exposed to that kind of exclusivity deal is from like So Calibur. That's the one that yeah. always sticks out to me the most because they that was the most blatant one where things were different. Yeah. And I know there are countless other examples of this. I just can't from the top of my head, but I didn't care too much because I was getting something in return. Same thing actually with Pokemon. Perfect example. Perfect example. Even though Pokemon was built to be traded, yeah. so it's kind of a moot point. But the point still stands. When I was first getting, say, those t- these types of games, I was thinking, man, that kind of sucks that I can't do get XYZ, but on the plus side, at least I get this person. Yeah. And that kind of softened the blow a bit. I was just surprised. There's exclusivity across the board. Well, I was surprised that the team, that the fucking head of the group or the publisher or anybody didn't think, like, hey, maybe we should... Uh, Give them this. Maybe it wasn't on the table. I, they are going to lose sales, and people aren't going to buy it. I mean, yeah, sure, it's going to be a fucking Avenger. I mean, okay, let's be. We'll even be real for a moment here. I'm going to go in the Steam top seller, and I bet you Avengers is still there. Uh, yeah, try right fucking there. So, Avengers is still in the top 
20 games that will be released. Jeez. So, it's still going to make money. Still going to sell like fucking gangbusters. Um, but at the same time, they are going to probably lose a number of sales from the other con- from the console side because there's just no no characters. There's going to be barred characters. And if they're willing to bar Spidey, who else are they going to bar? Where does it stop? Where does it stop? So that's why you just get a Game of the Year edition because I bet you it's just a timed exclusive for the publisher rights of Spider-Man. And if it's not, okay. But I bet you a Game of the Year edition will include them. Maybe. Maybe. I'd be surprised if it didn't. We'll see. Because then they'd have two Game of the Year editions. Well, they'd have one with the Spider-Man. Well, the thing and one is, Spider-Man's going to be free Spider-Man. content it's on just PS4. A, yeah, it's just a downloadable code yeah. thing. So Spider-Man's going to be free be content on PS4, different. so I don't think it even becomes an issue in that regard. I have a feeling it's just going to be... A, it's not even going to be fleshed out. But fuck all that. Fuck I don't all want to talk it. about Spider-Man no more. Um, fuck Spider-Man. We, we also um, played that Tony Hawk demo. Now this is a game I can get I'm ready, behind. baby. Now, soundtrack is tight. Of course. Gameplay is tight. Even you were telling me earlier, and I felt it, because I remember even the demo structure was tight. It's that two minutes to just shred up. Warehouse, baby. It's literally like they just took the previous game and just made it new and just said, here you go. So we also, like, I really liked, uh, in it, like, obviously, like, evoked remembering when that game first launched back in the day, that, like, intro video from the original game, they start playing it when you uh-huh. fire it up, but then it, like, pans out from the uh, the widescreen format into, yeah. like, full screen, and you see that, like, they completely reshot those skate videos. And I was like, oh, we did the work, baby. Oh, yeah. And just in general, the game just looks good. It's it does. just fun. And it feels good, which is the main thing, because they tried to go back to the Pro Skater franchise a few years ago, and it didn't work out so great, because it didn't feel the it same. It didn't. It sucked ass. And I even think they, uh, what did they do specific? It just didn't feel good. I just, just re- that game was I think a they tried changing mess. Certain things. Uh, the only thing I remember from Pro Skater 5 is that the, the bonus characters that were added were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Tyler the Creator, who in his own way is a modern Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, wow. Wow. And I do hope that, um, they keep all the other classic characters that you can unlock like you were even talking about spider-man like i hope yeah Spider-Man's um nice. well speaking of spider-man in every single fucking facet officer dick is back i don't know if you saw that today which is a classic but now have you seen what they're doing with officer dick no oh they, they changed his character model he is now modeled after jack black <laughs> like no that's 100 <laughs> percent real officer dick is jack black in hold on let me see this oh there it is yeah. <laughs> wow which makes sense because tony mean? hawk and uh Jack Black, our friends in real life. <laughs> there he is. Officer Dick, classic. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty... I know there's a ton of new skaters, too, in this version. Cause, uh, yeah, like, yeah, they updated the skaters, which like is Like, there's awesome. updated models, so you can do their classics or new ones. And then there's skaters that just weren't around at the time. Like, for example, Riley Hawk is in this game. Tony Hawk's son. I'm such I'm such an easy soul to please with this type of thing. I really just hope that it's, eventually they just remaster Tony Hawk's Underground and I'll be a happy client. And you know what? Uh, I always want more. This is out in like two uh, weeks. Uh, it's it's forty yeah. bucks. Uh, not even full price. I I knew I was going to get it. Uh, it was a matter of I was deciding what platform to get it on. I settled on PlayStation and I I pre-ordered it so I could fire up that demo. It's gonna be a good one. Can't wait. Two weeks. 
Mark your calendars. Avengers comes out one in a week. Strike out that and go do a Christ Air. It's Christ Air time. Can't do that with uh, Thor you or can Hulk. Do Superman Air, which is a hard trick to do in that demo because there's not that many good spots to launch from. Sorry, I was taking a, I was taking a no, sip of water. That. I wasn't That's pausing cool. for dramatic effect. Um, do you want me to read the drop? No, I want to talk about Fall oh, Guys I completely forgot. again. Because I talked about it last time. Oh, we finally time. played more Fall Guys together. I won twice. Oh, you won tw- You won after I went to bed? Yes. Oh. I was just going to say, were you there I for that? I was there for the first one. Okay, so I played more Fall Guys. You played more Fall Guys. Everybody's playing Fall Guys. It's the meme game right now. It's fucking fun. I don't care what anyone says. It's a good it's game. Good. I, I was um speaking to another colleague, and they were just saying, oh, you know, no map in Fall Guys is fun. You know, you just get through it, and you get to the end. And you know what? Fuck that. I thought about it for a little bit, and I said, oh, maybe he's right. Do I actually have fun with this, or is it just something I'm trying to will myself to get to the finish line, all in search of a crown? But no, I have fun on Slime Climb. Fuck Slime Climb. I have fun on uh, the Whirly Gig one where you just get your body pole vaulted onto the side. That one's funny. I hate Slime Climb, and you'll never change my opinion on that. I like Slime Climb. I think Slime Climb is one of the few tried and true obstacle courses that take something. Like Seesaw? Fuck Seesaw. Seesaw is garbage. I win Seesaw every time. Little low-key flex, but fuck Seesaw. My favorite part of Seesaw... Because it requires teamwork... From people who do not have your best interests at heart. My favorite part of Seesaw is when you fall and then you spawn on the end of the bridge where the Seesaw is pointed at a 90 degree angle and you've got to wait like 10 minutes for it to come back down. That's right, because you gotta you got to go. And you if it is at a 90 degree angle, you got to go past... You have to make the jump that's past the half point line on the upper side, otherwise you're just going to slip and fall. When like we were potato. playing the other night, there was a point where... Um, I was get, coming up towards the end of Seesaw, and I could see our friend Nick standing on one of the platforms waiting for me, so I went out of my way to go to the other platform, because I don't trust like that. Oh, Nick got worse after you had left. He he just kept saying, if if one falls, we all fall, and he just kept trying to sabotage. But then after a he while, scru- he started he chilling out. He me on... You saw that. It was kind of funny, though. I mean, he, he tried screwing me several times. It's kind of funny. It's only... I will say this. Is it... Is it a bad thing to do? Is it in poor taste? Yeah. But I did kind of laugh like an idiot when I saw Nick literally, like, weave through the crowd like Assassin's Creed and just try to grab you, and there's a big fucking arrow that's pointing right down to him, so I just see him. It's like... It's it's just such an, enjoy- <laughs> such an enjoyable game. It's such no, bullshit. It's hilarious, it's so but fun. in the moment, it was so, like... Our friend Mike was even saying, he's like, the points where I get hit, you just hear me like, No! <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, Mike was Mike was not happy afterward, but he did finally conquer the slime climb. It took him like three tries, and on the third try, he earned redemption. Because, uh, and I think also Nick stopped because I think Nick also lost one time and he saw the error of his ways. But um, I ended monster. up winning. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up winning once on the um the new final stage where you have that uh the turning platform and you have those two bars that are coming in cir- uh, a circular yeah. motion. Um, that's newly added, but I won there because my opponents were absolutely brain dead and just stood in place. I don't know why they could have lagged. I don't know, but it, uh, wins but a win. We did learn. That's all we that did counts. Learn, just so everybody knows the best way to win that tail game is to constantly talk about home improvement. Yes, 
the tail. What was it? The tail tag. Tail tag. And we, I, the whole time I was wearing guards, be like, I'm Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I'm Tim the the ta- tail Taylor. man Taylor. <laughs> and Mike was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Rich and I went on this twenty. It, it was like a talking good, about Richard Carn and Tool Time. Thirty second improvised nonsensical bullshit about home improvement. We even incorporated Al. Yeah. It was terrible. It was pretty great. I mean, when you host a show together, you really just you get this kind of rapport. Yeah, we were just riffing for like 30, mi- 30 seconds because our brains were just dead trying to find this tale. And Mike just stood silent. He, he just couldn't. He just didn't understand. I think he didn't even register any of it. And then when the event was over, he was like, what were you guys talking about? He said, what the fuck were you even talking about? And we lost. It didn't even matter. Um, but I do. You know what? I do just want to propel the game though i think it's worth the money for both pc even if you got it on ps plus i didn't get it on pc yet but i've thought about I. it i probably and will eventually especially if a bunch of yeah. people are like oh, we're gonna play the pc version i am happy to give 20 dollars to those developers i still want 60 person local voice chat it would in be the game. so fucking hysterical this dude made a video like a mock video what of it, it be like and it's just people scream it's exactly of course it is as i thought it would because, be because like it's literally just people screaming. When I die, when I'm playing with you guys, I fucking scream like a banshee. Like, of course that's gonna happen. Oh, I howl. It's bad. I scream, I yell obscenities, and I just look at my little colorful little potato. And I'm just like, why do you why do this? Why does today? this? I just, you shake him like that kid in Billy Madison where you tell him to cherish this. Cherish it. like, this. Cherish the sea sauce. Um, but keep playing that game. I think it's fun. If you don't got any friends to play with, that's cool. You can play it solo. It's still fun. But you should find some people to play it with. I mean, come on. Go make come some on. friends, kid. Come on. Come on. Go make some friends. Uh, let me run us through the drop real quick. Games that are yes, coming. Uh, it's going to be weird because we're recording late on August 18th, so some of these games launch on August 18th. We don't, we don't know that. Oh, I know that. Uh, Apex Legends Season 6 kicks off on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on August 18th. Microsoft Flight Simulator that we mentioned earlier hits PC August 18th. Does it hit PC though? Uh, it's like a week. This is from not now. on the list, but Rogue Legacy Two hits early access on August eighteenth. Uh, Mortal Shell hits PC, PS4, Xbox One on August eighteenth. Battletoads storms onto PC and Xbox One on August twentieth. I'm gonna check that out with Game Pass because I hate myself. Uh, Frostpunk on honest. the Edge DLC hits PC August twentieth. Grief Helm hits PC August twentieth. Pastel Blind Karma comes to PC August twentieth. Peaky Blinders Mastermind comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on August 20th. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes Subject 2923 DLC, as well as Remnant from the Ashes Complete Edition, comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One on August 20th. Aokana uh, Four Rhythms Across the Blue comes to PS4 and Switch August 21st. New Super Lucky's Tale comes to PS4 and Xbox One on August 21st. And PGA Core. PGA Tour 2K21 comes to PC, PS4, and Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia on August 21st. Remember Stadia? I, what is that? It's a platform, I'm told. A platform? Mm -hmm. Like a gaming platform. Yeah, Google has one now. This just fucking, just pull the cord. Nobody's using it. It's over. It's over. Remember that Stadia commercial with Reggie Watts? Yeah, remember, um, <laughs> what was it called, too? The, uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna brush that off. I just, just like, like, thought about it, because I'm back. like, that's real. 
You wonder what else I thought about? What was it? The uh, the uh, the uh, what was that other the Uva the Louvre the Indie oh, Machine um, member? Ouya. Ouya. Yeah. I almost I Ouya? almost bought an Ouya several times because I was like, it's going the way of the Ouya. Like, no, I. The funny part is I almost bought an Ouya, and when I say that, like long after the Ouya was dead, I almost bought an Ouya several times because I was like, be a part of history. <laughs> it. I mean, it is pretty much going to be a relic. It, it's gonna go the way of the Ouya. I know it will. It's a shame too because it had potential. It's no Wonder Swan, and color. I just knew they would fuck it. I knew they well, would fuck. X Cloud's gonna for sure eat its lunches, just like this thing you get with Game Pass, a service that's already worth it. And like X Cloud is not trying to tout itself as like the platform to all end all platforms. It's like, hey, this is a thing you can use because you use the other service. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like a highbrow dick to just say, like, I knew they fuck it up with no knowledge. I, but I knew they would fail. All initial and early impressions were, we're bad. Lukewarm. Because it bad. was like, who is and this for? You could see, it's like, it's like for Avengers. Lukewarm. You excited for Avengers? 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 I see the writing on the wall sometimes. You can't, you can polish a turd as much as you want. It's still going to be, still going to be great. It's still going to be the best, I think that's it's still going to be the game of the year. still going to be the best fucking purchase you've ever uh, made. You know what? I just got reminded as me a, a Kickstarter backer. Um, oh. Coming two days from now, August twentieth, I'm gonna be able to play the first demo for Sea of Stars. I read. Uh, I read the uh, the dev team. They said, "Well, this is nerve wracking." As I'm very excited so. to play that. I actually uh, forgot about Mortal Shell, but I'm. It's reviewing well. Probably watch. For, I, I usually don't watch streams, but I think I'm going to check out a stream for that. I saw one review that toted it as the uh, Dark Souls for the rest of us. Oh, I thought you were going to say a Dark Souls killer. I was like, I no, hate people. Um, what? It's the killer of the Dark Souls. No, it seems like people are into it, and it had a cool look to it. I'm, I, I, It's like sci-fi-y, right? I'm looking at it right now. Um, it looks exactly like Dark Souls. Okay, I think I'm thinking of a different game. There must be another. Well, who no, knows? No, I know Maybe there's another Shell mechanic. Is, but hold on, I'm thinking of a. T I, I need to pull up Epic right now. Um, it could be another mechanic that I'm not thinking of. I. Because uh, I'm seeing some slow mo going the on only here. Mechanic you're thinking of. What? <laughs> but I see some slow mo go. And hear it. It's gotten some decent reviews. I don't know. I, it ju it just came on my radar like two days ago, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, Look I remember people talking about it, um, and then it was out. Yeah, and that's the best kind of release I love to uh, see. I also, speaking of Remnant from the Ashes... I downloaded that on Epic. I did, I did yesterday. I would like to play some of that. We should try some of that soon. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm busy. What? I'm busy that day. I didn't say what day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what day? I mean, uh, no, yeah, I'll play. That's fun. I downloaded it with the express purpose to play it because that's what you do with games. I think that's technically Um, true. Recently in the news, E3 just tweeted today a top 10, what was it, top 25 games that women like to play. Oh my fucking God. I Surprisingly enough, nobody enjoyed that. Nobody. Uh, like, on its face, it it's good. absurd as it is, and then you dig into the list even more, and you're like, this is... Is this, is this satire? <laughs> it uh, it wasn't good. It was out from there. Parade, which, in case anybody was wondering, is still a thing that exists. If you uh thought that E three wasn't relevant then, welcome, because it definitely was relevant. I now. 
cringe so hard at everything. Here's some games for the ladies. <laughs> for the ladies. And one of them um, was like solitaire. Wasn't it? Yeah, one of them was like Candy Crush. So many of them are bad. It was like E3. One of them was. Um, but there was that. And Nintendo had their indie yes. showcase today, though, on the brighter side of things. They had a ton of indies and that a bunch they showed. Of stuff that we already knew about kind of dropped out of nowhere, like Spiritfarer. Uh, not just on Switch, but Spiritfarer dropped. A short hike? You talked about that. I really like that it. game. It's I, out. That's a quick uh, to get through game, and it's a game I'd recommend to save for, like, hey, maybe you went to work today. Maybe it wasn't so great of a day. Maybe shit's not going your way. You need to unwind a little bit. I think you sit down, you play a short hike. Uh, it takes like three hours to beat, maybe, and it'll, it'll brighten your mood. Play a short hike. It looked great. And uh, Hades, I don't think it came out right now, but it's coming will. to Switch, yes. It's coming. Uh, Untitled Goose Game has the local two player call. I think that's out Goose now. Game. No, that's not out yet. Actually, I think that's the it's local. It's coming is in not? September, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, but there were a handful of other games that they just released today. They pretty much just shadow dropped, yeah, which is very, um, cool. which is pretty, it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. I think, I think it's pretty awesome how the switch, it just has so many indies it has so many indies. indies. It has so much potential to just have all these games as the one stop shop device. And that's pretty fucking baller, especially considering how you kind of have to wait a bit between Nintendo releases. It, when you think about Nintendo releases, after Paper Mario, there's nothing I don't on the think radar. There's really anything for the rest of the year. Um, unless looking I'm wrong. to potentiality, uh, very briefly, UK Amazon was letting people pre-order Skyward Sword for Switch, which I don't know. That's happened before. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting for an official thing for that. Because the Joy-Con, you could technically do that. That's just it. They could. but I can't imagine Nintendo selling something. That's just it. I f- that you can't do from well, handheld. That's the phone. thing. I feel Bold. like if they are putting that out, they did the work to give you the ability to do that without that stuff. It should you want? Which frankly sounds way more. That's better. worth the money alone. Sounds way better because I I recently went back to that game a uh, few months back. Um, that stuff sure does suck. Uh, it took me, <laughs> like, 40... I just want to reconfirm, it does blow. It took me, like, 45 minutes to open the first boss door. You remember how you have to solve a fucking Rubik's Cube with motion controls to get into the boss rooms? Yeah, I do. And, I mean, frankly, I really did like Skyward Sword. I liked I the visuals, I like the narrative, but then occasionally there's stuff that just sucks, like... Those very, like, motion-specific sword fights where you have to, like... That first boss fight against the fucking Prince of Pretty Scarves sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last boss is one of the best... One of the better boss fights. I don't want to say best. I almost totally lied. In that game. Uh, It's one of the better boss fights that I've had in a Zelda game. Uh I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I thought the whole environment and build-up was cool. I liked how you could redirect lightning and fly to Doom. Also, uh, people who know us know we're big Groos fans. Yeah, the Groos is loose. One of the best characters who was introduced in the Zelda franchise. I, come on. He stayed a dick through he's and through. He's a bully, but he's got a heart of gold. And, you know, he learns from his mistakes. Yeah. And he did it all for love. Frankly, I... I'm wondering... If it's not Skyward Sword, or they just did it for the funnies just to get the listing on there and just said, fuck it, you know, we'll do it later. I wonder if they're going to bulk release that alongside uh, Twilight Princess 
Waker. and Wind Waker, which would make sense because they're already my my rationale is you know what they're already now porting Pikmin over to the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we talked about that, but they yeah, are. that's happening. Um, that's in is that in September? Yes, Pikmin three or October. October. I feel like September is too soon. October, it's got to be October. Um, Pikmin three is coming in October or September, whichever. It's later this year, and they're going to be adding some additional features like co-op, which is pretty. That, that's a sell. Yeah for anybody honestly also i did not play enough of that game on the wii u so i'm definitely in i don't think anybody really i have to be honest i don't think a lot of people tell you i owned it uh but i definitely didn't put that much time into it i feel like that's like the fucking subtitle selling point for pikmin like you can own it but chances are you're not gonna play it that much because i'm always thinking i have pikmin one and two that was probably the most played game that i picked up multiple times and just never beat i never beat is i'm wondering how they they deal with some of this other stuff because one of my favorite features of pikmin 3 was his use of the gamepad where you had like yeah. a display of where your pikmin were and you could like remotely tell them where to like you could assign tasks to them and kind of send them off which was a really cool idea like it used that hardware to its full potential well frankly i mean the that's my phrase of the day wonderful 101 did it they changed yeah that's it. true they kind of got rid of their pad controls so i imagine that they'll be able to do the same thing for pikmin just match it to what they had with yep. the uh, probably standard games for the totally GameCube. which it sucks that it's losing those features but it's also a way better trade-off to get that on a platform where people will actually play it damn it took pikmin 2 release on the gamecube they skipped it entirely for wii and then came out for wii u for the short shelf life and it still never even got the treatment it deserved that sucks well i shouldn't say the game didn't get the treatment it deserved it didn't get the sales that it probably deserved because it did not sell yeah. that highly i'm i'm really i hope more people buy it i th- i i always think that pikmin what about star it's Fox one of the things Zero. that people know about but never play they like the concept of the pikmin more than they do the actual game oh, itself totally. i when i was younger I really pikmin 2 <laughs> i really did too i love the characters and i just thought that the game and it was probably just because i was younger i thought it was hard as fuck at the time i wasn't good at it i wasn't good at i know i played the f- Figuring out Pikmin where, what to like, do. I think I went back to it years later. Like, was it easier? Yeah, I pl- I played the find? fuck out of Pikmin one when we were in high school. I went back to it, and I really enjoyed it then. I never went back to it. And I always show- I always found that it's one of those games that you go. This is one of the rare cases where you go back to the game as an adult, not as a kid. Where you play the game as an adult, and you're like, how the fuck did I do this? More so, just. The opposite. You're playing a game and you're like, oh, how did I not the get this at of the it time? The logic of it is sound and makes sense. It's a game with a lot of systems that were probably overwhelming to us as kids. But, like, I want to say, like, 10th or 11th grade, for some fucking reason, we were doing weird shit all the time. We were playing Ocarina of Time every weekend at our friend Dave's house on his TV. I went to back to Pikmin 1 and I really enjoyed it. Well, I, I even remember when Pik- Pikmin 2 came out. They were, its whole selling point at the time was, not only could you, I think you could play two players with that. I believe that was the thing. Could you play two players with Alf and Alomar? I think you could do, mm, there's a lot of lookups today, because I have to make there sure. There were a lot more Pikmin types uh, in two, like that was the first big change. That Well, that was the whole thing. Yeah, they had two player, they had two player battle, okay. So it was two player battles. I was going to say, because like. I thought the whole um, plot of Pikmin 2 was like, Alomar is missing. Yeah, and I think that after they announced that there was going to be more Pikmin types, I immediately, like, 
I think we ended up getting the game anyways because my older brother wanted to play, but I immediately mentally opted out. I said, absolutely fucking not. Like, more Pikmin when I couldn't even figure out first Pikmin. I said, no. Because they had the alien-looking ones that were shiny with the red beady eyes and the yeah. fat purple ones that you could throw. I was so done Weren't with there it. there flying And ones? then Pikmin 3. Or was that Pikmin 3? What? That introduced the flying ones. I don't know. I think uh, in Pikmin 3, there were the rocky ones. They were literal rocks yeah. with the eyes. And there's just more. And I was thinking, oh, like I have this PTSD where I don't even want to touch the game. But I was thinking with 3, this is it. This is the redemption arc. Because with 3's release, you know 2 and 1 are going to come. They're going to come as a bundle. I know I this. So. I, I feel it in my bones. They're going to release it. Um, and I bet they're going to be like $40 each. And I'll fucking buy it. Yeah, I'm I don't in. care. Take my money. Um, but with Zelda, there was an announcement that they were still going to do Mario, weren't they? Mario ports? Um, not that I know of. Uh, like that's been a floating rumor for a while. I hate rumors. This is why they get me buying the Kool Aid. But um, Zelda seems more feasible than Mario ports right now. I don't know why I'm saying. That. I think I'm only saying that because they did it for Wii U already. So imagine that they just. Uh, it over. I mean, I could see 3D Land making its way over. 3D World, was, rather. 3D I think Land. Was I could see DS 64 one. being ported over. Um, it's just 64. I mean, how how hard is that going to be? I don't it. know. Imagine you Star need Fox to, Zero. in order to... Imagine if the porting system is kind of like the Pokemon system that they had or that they concocted where you have to start off at the original console and then Tra- transfer the upward, source yeah. code over per like, console and keep trying to alter the we, code. First, to we got to build it for the GameCube. <laughs> My favorite story is still Final, Final Fantasy VIII. Is always going to be the ra- the ruling, the ruling rumor slash confirmation story where they're just like, "Hey, we, we, lost don't, we don't know stuff. what the fuck happened to it." Like we don't know, we don't know where the fuck. And honestly, went. we and don't. And then re- eventually, they just came back and they were like, "We, we got don't remember it. what happened in the game, the so we're just going to make it up." That was the best reveal at the Square Enix con- uh, conference when they just went, "Yeah, he's back." And I always just wish that they just came out when we got. And he goes, "Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> like Norg." Um, not really. No. Yeah. So that <laughs> if Skyward Sword though gets released, I'm cool with that. I enjoyed the game. I'm not gonna buy it again though. I that was with Zelda specifically. I just have this thing where if I beat Wind Waker, notwithstanding, because that's the only one I've beaten twice, I think, or three times. I really have never gone back and felt this drive to go back and kill a game, except for, except for, and this is completely dismantles my entire statement. Majora's Mask. Which, I have played multiple times and beaten multiple times. I have um, beaten A Link to the Past probably something like 20 times. I've only beaten A Link to the Past, I think, like, maybe once or twice. But I'm talking about the actual... 3D I, I was referring more so to the 3D Zelda. Uh, I've beaten Ocarina um, mul- multiple times for sure. Um, I went back last year and I beat Ocarina. And I may do it again. showed Ganon what but, for I just never say like Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess, um, Minish Cap. I still count Minish Cap. I, I just usually beat I it once and I was okay o- with it for the Ocarina rest of my life. Majora's Mask and Wind Waker are the 3D ones I have beaten multiple times. I hope they just re-release. Maybe I'll maybe I'll play. I'd it love again. to wake the wind once more. But now that the uh, now that we have the the indies wrapped out. The only thing that Nintendo God, needs to I'd do now is announce all their first party titles, which they don't do. So, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do um, for the rest of the year. I'm shocked. Toast, baby. 
I'm shocked that they haven't even mentioned Coast anything. Baby. Coast my ass. It's been a it's been over a year since they teased Breath of the Wild too. Uh, apparently, in a, uh, no pun a collector's edition for that uh, also popped up on Amazon somewhere. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it until I see more. Coast uh, baby. The amount of dissection that people have given to that brief little sneak peek. Is it a horror game? Is that Ganon's mummy? Well, what you know, the, the you know, fuck is going on here? You know how they, you know how they can't get me right now? It. If you're like, come on, Nintendo, what do you got first party? What do you got for us? And then they just come out of nowhere, they're like, October, baby. WarioWare switched. That game needs... To exist. It requires... We need to will it into existence. How is there not a game in development A Switch version. WarioWare switched? The shit writes itself. It requires... I hope they're working on it, too. It needs to be made. Or else the Switch cannot possibly be considered a successful console. Mm-hmm. It just can't. Twisted is still the best fucking WarioWare they ever made. And they have the motion tech in the Joy-Con. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Gold was a good way to gauge the interest. I admit, release gold, see how many people still give a, fuck. Give a fuck. It sold really and well. Then- that's the thing that's crazy to me. It's like, I think of games that they put out, like a 1-2 Switch, that's like a poor man's WarioWare. It sucked. And I knew what they were trying to do with that, too. I saw right through it. We Terrible. played that in a hotel room in Boston. You remember that? It was not enjoyable. I gotta admit, I put on a smile just to lie to you. You're... I didn't want to insult you. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> this is all new to me. I just didn't want to insult you at the time. I, I did not have that much fun with it. you a piece of shit at the time. Because you had the new console, and I wanted you to feel cool, and you were. Um, but I hope that they do come out with that. That'd be great. Where the fuck is Do you Metro- remember that year of showing off all the Switch's fun abilities? Like, hey, Rich, we're going downstairs to hang out. Do you want to come? I go, no thanks, man. I'm going to be playing Zelda in the bathtub. I'm going to be playing some 1-2 Switch with the CPU. I'm like, but Rich, you can't do you can't that. Do that. I, I'm going, if by the end of this year, and I'll stop my Nintendo rant, if by the end of this year we don't see a fucking Metroid reveal, I'll be shocked. I'll actually be shocked. I think what they need to do to satiate the masses is drop a date and drop a Prime collection on Switch. Just drop anything. Anything. If they come out... That's also a reason, there's no reason... Even if they could come out, right? Why the Prime collection is not there. Imagine they could come out, right? And they'd be like, okay, here's what's happening. Metroid Prime 4... Launches on Nintendo Switch in, let's say, March of 2021. This October, this November, to give us something for the holiday, Metroid Prime Collection on Switch. Or even better. There's only one tweak to that. When they do announce it, they say Metroid Prime Collection available now. In fact, you don't even have to buy it. It's already on your Switch. Check. <laughs> in fact, it's like the fucking YouTube yeah. album. It's just, in fact, press the, home, press the home button on your Switch. It just starts there downloading. It Miyamoto comes on screen, Doug Bowser comes on screen, and they say, don't ever say we didn't do anything for you. And then, and it then just everyone claps. Done. We could write that shit. But no, I, genuinely, I would like that. I would like it. I would appreciate it. Because I've been looking to play the Metroid Prime trilogy for so long, and I'm not in the mood to go find a fucking copy for the Wii at all. Like, I don't want to. And I also don't want to dig out my fucking GameCube to play these games. Just give it to me. Area first, folks. Just give it to him. 
Just give it to me, please. Also, I didn't mention this last time. Uh, Analog released the Analog Pocket. Did you get your pre-order? They did release. I did. Um, I was informed of Analog, the company that makes the original F. What was it? FGA chips. I think it's FPA, FGA, whatever it is. Um, it basically is not an emulator. That's it. That's all you need to know. It's the. It's emulating the. It, well, I can't even say emulating. It's not an emulator program. It's running ROMs. It's actual tech and hardware that is similar to the original implementations. To run these games. And they make new consoles out of it. And they can play anything you want them to if you if you have the carts. So these. The problem, the kick to this. Hey, Eric, this sounds great. How can I get in on this? Fuck you, can't. Over. You missed it. Sorry. Too bad. Yeah, you missed the boat. Get out. I don't even know why you're talking to me and asking. All I can really say is that's no play date. No, it's not. And <laughs> um, it's not. And let me tell you, uh, they came out the pocket. This is the most recent one. So these guys have already had a, a history of releasing some of the other consoles. I don't know how much you're well versed with this yourself, but um, they released something called the NT Mini Noir, which is just the Nintendo. Um, console that's five hundred dollars, mind you, five hundred dollars. And then they released the Super NT, which is the Super Nintendo, which I am going to be looking out for throughout the year because they did announce towards the beginning of this year that it is going to be reproduced. Um, then they came out with the Mega ST, I think, or the Mega SA, or whatever the fuck it is. It's just the Sega Genesis, um, which is actually in stock because i'm guessing many people don't care about that or rather they just come on so then recently though they came out the analog pocket this is the one that i think vaulted analog into the mainstream this is the one um yeah because people were aware of analog i didn't know shit about them until i learned about the pocket um but the whole deal with the pocket is that it can play your original game boy game boy color and game boy advance carts in the base. Yeah, if you get the adapter. Um, you could even do the Atari Lynx. You can get Atari Lynx Listen, adapters. Call me when they could do Wonderswan color. Call me old-fashioned, but where's the Wonderswan adapter? Yeah. <laughs> and they just go, you goddamn elitist, and they grab you by the coat. <laughs> prized, stupid possession I own, the Final Fantasy II Wonderswan color. Hold on to it for your life. I think they released a... Uh, a JoJo's game on Wonder Swan. I bet they did. I know there's a couple on Dreamcast. There's a couple of uh, anime anime fighting games on there. There's a very that, uh, are Street really Fighter three esque JoJo's fighting game on Dreamcast. JoJo Bizarre Adventure Wonder Swan. One second. I ha- I have to find I have to find out. Fuck maybe not. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but. So the pocket comes out though, and these guys, their whole thing is just like other distributors, like Mondo or others that are luxury goods, quote unquote. They always have really, really small production cycles, and then when they sell out it's, in it's ten minutes yet. or five minutes or two minutes, it was it's gone for a while. It was. I think this one was about five to ten minutes. You're right. And so this goes on sale. I think two ish weeks ago. I did grab a pre-order only because I was thinking about it all weekend. Didn't do it, and then. Uh, my other brother's friend texted me and said, are you going to get it? And I sat there and I was like, shit, th- that's kind of a lot. Because he was telling me that Analog usually doesn't reproduce these. And I didn't know that either. So, yeah, it sells out in like five minutes. The internet is in an uproar. Because now, 
this is one of the first times I think that Analog has had such a devout following to want one of their products. Like a That's lot of people are really thing, into this handheld. Reproducing stuff, they're going to reproduce this because it mm-hmm. sold like fucking hotcakes. There's demand. Yeah, they came out. So my point was when bringing up kind of luxury produ- um, production companies that usually don't reproduce. I don't think that Analog so much is one of those people, one of those companies where they only review, uh, release small little production numbers and then just call it quits forever on purpose. I think it's because the team is just so fucking small um, that they honestly try, you know, hand to God, just can't reproduce at such a scale for all of their product lines. I genuinely believe that they do one product line at a time and then they sell it and then they make more and then they sell another product line of it and then they make more. So I think that's what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, but to what you were saying, they are going to reproduce the pocket because apparently they did not foresee the demand being what it was. Every A, a lot of people want this. Um, and it's not even just because they could play the Game Boy Color, Game Gear, or any of that. It's also just because it has a... Um, has like a... What do they call it? A drum, a drum machine almost? Like an 8-bit... It's not really a drum machine, but it's just, they they have the capability to make actual um eight to sixteen bit music in the so- in the in tunes the, from it the, the, yeah, in yeah, the software yeah was. you can connect your uh, music programs to it to just actually create fucking music wild. which if if you do look at pictures of this thing you just see like somebody with a literal soundboard like tuning into their pocket and I was thinking what what I was like that, that that's that will be for me the last thing that I'm even gonna fucking bother with this thing for but, but I can so imagine that cool. alone. Yeah, I can imagine that for a lot of people alone, that's a selling point in itself, and then they get to play all their carts. And I have plenty of carts just lying around. around. I'm gonna steal your mother card. I want your mother. Three you can borrow it. All right. Uh, if it works, imagine they just put it in. They go, "Oh no, 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 no! I know what this is." What do you is. think you're doing? He just what says, "What do you think I you're doing, this pirate?" Is. This is a mod. Um, but I'm pretty excited for it. I'm gonna let Rich try yeah. it because I want him yeah. to see it because I think it, I think it's just a cool piece of tech. I know they're gonna reproduce it though. They're going to. They're gonna reproduce the Super Nintendo, which I do want. I do genuinely want the Super Nintendo because I have the Retron Five. Um, it was a gift I got years ago. Great, great thing. Plays the Game Boy. It creates an emulation of the game that you're playing, which to me was wild. I didn't know yeah. that until I had gotten it first. Um. I did, however, the one thing that I wish I could change, but apparently you cannot. And strangely enough, in the World Wide Web, there is no fix for this. If I plug in my Super Nintendo controller, if you're playing with an older um, model of the SNES controllers, it is not compatible with the Retron 5 unless you manually update the firmware, which you can blatantly just do. not Yeah, there's do. no means to do such a thing. I like, have a, I've, I've I have a collection of reproduced Famicom controllers for that reason, um, and Super Famicom controllers. Uh, as long as we're talking about the Retron, I'd like to just plug this quick, because I think it's one of its best features that people uh, don't talk mm-hmm. about. When it comes to getting a hold of old carts, there's a lot of really old games that in the U.S., the carts are super rare. Those carts are not as rare in Japan. Games like Link to the Past and Chrono Trigger... Um, what a lot of people don't know what you can do is there's an SD card slot in your Retron 5 because it's running an emulation. I, for example, I have the Japanese Fam- Super Famicom cart for Chrono Trigger. I, I can put <gasps> that into my Retron. I can download an English language patch off the interwebs 
plug it into the Retron and change it to the English version of the game. Because <laughs> it's based yeah, off the emulator. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Based off the Ron Paul. I think that's awesome. And I think that's what it should be intended to do. I just think that it's such a shame because it always seems like with these emulation machines, there's always kind of one caveat with it. And it always seems to go back to the firmware. I don't know why. What I had to do, actually, it, this this is totally like, this was so dumb when I was doing it. But afterwards, I was like, that's kind of cool. I dismantled, because uh, I had a um, I had an updated or newer repo controller for yeah. the Super Nintendo. Um, I basically dismantled the shell of the original Super Nintendo controller, put in the repo board mm. in that controller shell with its buttons, and I was able to plug it in and it was able to work with the buttons. You just wanted that, the so feel of that classic shell? Yeah, well, it, it's so, it is so different. I mean, that's, that's even one of the main points as to why I wanted the uh, the Super Nintendo yeah. Mini, um, because it came with the controllers, and they do. They have that distinct, loose-ish, but not too loose kind of that's feel. That other controllers just the don't repo have. I have for my Super Nintendo controller feels pretty accurate, and also another thing I really like about it is, and this is just like a personal thing, it's a Super Nintendo controller through and through, but it's in the mm-hmm. uh, the Super Famicom colors. I I adore the Super Famicom colors. Um, speaking of Analog Two, or at least just the whole thing, they also are partnered. I'm not sure if they're the same company. I think they're different. The Eight Bit Do. Yeah, they, they company are a separate that, company that creates those repo yeah. controllers. Um, those are apparently compatible. The best of the best in oh, terms quality, of repo controllers. Yeah, and as far as like getting, like they feel exactly the same and they're wireless. Yeah, those those are really good um, Bluetooth controllers. People recommend those uh, for a ton of different things. Yeah, because you could use those. I think you anywhere, use them on the and Switch. even with the, are you? With yeah, that was it, games, right? You could yeah. use them on the Switch. You could sync them via. Yeah, Bluetooth that's crazy. Nintendo discontinued the uh, Super Nintendo controller for their Switch. That whole line, they actually discontinued that recently. Not the, the NES ones. They, or they're going because to. Because I logged into that yesterday, and it brought me to the order page asking me if I wanted to buy them. For, for NES? The NES ones. I think for Super NES, they're discontinuing them. I read something about I don't know if it's happening now or later, but Those they're going the ones to. I would and now want. they're selling out like hotcakes, and people are reselling them. They're just like, yo, rare. Hot off the fucking rare. market. Give me $500. Rare. Yeah, give me that instead of buying the 8-bit do. Um, but I'm really optimistic to kind of see what's going on with the analog because now I'm thrusting the world of emulation and it's even deeper than before. Um, and I think that eventually long term, there's going to be a competitor for these kinds of things. I think for right now, analog can get away with selling a $200 pocket because there is no direct competitor other than buying the original devices. And I mean, you're not going to, if you're going to want an LED screen that's in yeah, I was looking at my uh, Castlevania carts. I, I uh, looked them. At, I took them out of the drawer and I looked at them and I went, "Finally, like your, your, your time has baby. come." And the Retron can. I played I them played on the Retron. The moon already, the Retron so. Yeah, great, great game. I will never forget going to the classic game store, and I was buying another copy of Circle of the Moon because I had emulated it before. Sorry, no shame, but this is where I, I made right. I made good on my, my practice. And the guy told me, I don't know why you want Circle of the Moon. It's not a good one. It's not as good as uh, Lament of Innocence. Not Lament of Innocence. Um, Harmony of Dissonance, the other yeah. GBA one. I slapped the man's fucking face right off. How dare he? Circle of the Moon. Everybody knows. 
See, it's Harmony of Dissonance, Circle of the Moon, and then Aria of we Sorrow. We talked about this, and the thing is, Circle of the Moon sucked at the time, not because of the gameplay, because the SP was not out yet, and the game is so fucking dark. Oh yeah, it's dark as fuck. Even with the backlight, I will say this, I even played it because I brought it to PAX with my SP, just to play sometimes, because I just found my SP lying somewhere, and I was like, let's play it again. It's dark as fuck. Like, the game in general is just dark. I would be shocked if any amount of lighting could just rectify it. Because you have to, like, up the brightness. It's a lot. But it's good. Um, but anyways, that's just That's, that's just a fun me. story. That's Thank just me. Um, we got any other, any other big hitters today, or should we get the hell out of here? Um, no, I, I don't think so. Oh, how is, um, this is one thing you didn't talk about. How was, uh, Fae Tactics? Oh, yeah, I played a little bit of that. I did want to know about that. I'm, I remembered I want to ask I'm you really something. I'm really liking that game uh, thus far. I, I've dove into it a little bit more at this point. It is very Final Fantasy Tactics-esque. Except as far as I could tell, and this might change a few more hours in, uh, there's three characters like that are your your true characters. There's the main character, Faye, and she has a dog companion and a bird companion. I, I don't remember the bird's name, but I think the dog's name is Chico. Um, he's, he's like a German oh. Shepherd-looking fella. Um, and the rest, you are a, a magic casting character, so the rest of the characters actually, when you beat monsters, you'll sometimes pick up these, like, summoning cards in the battlefield, and you have a certain amount mm -hmm. of slots to summon familiars that are your other monsters on the battle, your other characters on the battlefield, um, and you can kind of hot swap them and level them up and get different abilities for them, but Faye and the other two have, like, unique abilities, um, there's, like, elemental advantages and stuff, so it's the kind of stuff you would imagine, like, a more recently produced Final Fantasy Tactics would get into. Um, one of my favorite, uh, things they do is, like, the passive abilities, so each of those three characters has a passive ability, um, which is if they don't act on their turn, this passive ability goes into effect. Like, Phase is, I think if she doesn't act that turn on the next turn, her attack will be what's called a, a chain attack. So, she attacks an mm -hmm. enemy, and if there's another enemy nearby, the damage bounces and hits them, too. Um, and Chico, the dog, uh, he has, like, a, uh, a protect ability, basically. So, if he doesn't act, anyone within, like, a certain block radius of him next turn, he absorbs damage for them during the enemy attack phase. Um, uh -huh. Chico also has an ability I love called Devour. Um, that is, if he kills an enemy that's, like, an animal or something, um, he eats it to get his health back. <laughs> Wow. And like the art that. is really good. It's kind of like this... Chico. This, like, uh, grungy, almost like steampunk fantasy universe. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not too... I've played, like, five hours, I want to say, at this point. Um, I'm really digging it. It's the, the writing seems decent so far. The art is really gorgeous looking. And it very much reminds me of, like, Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Advanced... But with a little uh, bit more complication to it, like a another note to bring up, because I, I just remembered it weirdly enough. Um, I really like this idea. They reward you for kind of like, I guess, rolling the dice on making the battle more difficult. When you're in uh -huh. what's called a boss encounter, it works the same way as you being this monster summoner. There'll be an enemy that is the boss that they've summoned the other monsters. So the battle doesn't end until you kill them. Otherwise, they'll keep summoning more minions. Um, uh -huh. in some of those encounters, there's more than one boss and much like final fantasy tactics, you get enemies to that state where it's like they're downed, but not killed. 
But unlike Final Fantasy Tactics, instead of it being three turns for their body to disappear, in three turns they get back up. Um, and oh, you're cool. rewarded if you actually don't kill the bosses, but down them both at the same time. Ooh. See, that's the only... I hate. I kind of I have a love-hate with that, that kind of mechanic, but I kind of dig it for the most mm. part. I like that, because it kind of just challenges you to do It's to like, do yeah, you well. get bonus items just, and bonus XP for just, like, it's like the down, not out bonus. I just realized that, I'm sorry too, because I was just looking at Fate Tactics, you can get a flight simulator on the Xbox Game Yes, Pass. you can. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. You could even get that new uh, Spirit Fair. Oh, game. that's on Game Pass? Oh, I'm going to yeah. download that. See, th- this is what I'm t- This is the only time I would ever justify getting an Xbox One, but I don't need to because I have games. I am the PC. Because I am a I master am a racer, race. and yeah, and it, you kind of just don't need it for that. You could even get Final Fantasy VII. Yes, if you they wanted. recently added the original Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, the window, just because. Um, and I just saw it, and I said, "Man, that's Final that's Fantasy cool. IX uh, is you also can just on get there. a lot of games." You can get Ark, No Man's Sky. It's just, I just like it a lot. I just dig I it. I dug it. Still dig it. But I'm glad you like Fate Tactics. I am going to get that game yeah, when it's, it's on 20, sale. Yeah, it's 20 bucks, um, uh, but I'm sure it'll... I haven't... Oh, well, what the fuck am I saying? I thought it was no, like 30. Um, I'll probably get that done. I have been hankering for a Tactics-like game I also like think that. I'm going to pick up Rogue Legacy 2 uh, this week. I yeah I, I started reading about it after we talked about it earlier today. Um, people were saying that obviously it is early access, so if you are good at the game, you could beat the game apparently in like under an hour. Um, I think it'd still be good just for a long term hold, especially because it's what five dollars off right yeah, now. Yeah, it is currently on sale for it's ten percent off of its nineteen ninety nine price tag, so it's seventeen ninety nine right now. Not bad. Um, I I think it's worth it, especially long term. I know that game's gonna grow into it, it'll be just the like Dead Cells. It'll grow into this gigantic. Rogue game. Legacy was an obsession for me for a long time, so I love the soundtrack. That was an excellent soundtrack, excellent game. I love the mechanic, just the base concept of it. It's, just, it's I love. Fun. I was reading their announcement game. blurb where they're like, "I love the idea of coming into this game and not knowing what Rogue Legacy is because it's like maybe one, of, maybe one of your ancestors is a colorblind archer or a pacifist chef. Either way, they're getting conscripted." Yeah, it's like you have poor vision and it's just blurry for the rest of the game. You're just like the fuck. It's it's just such an enjoyable concept, um, and I know they're going to flesh it out a lot yeah, more. Yeah, like they. Um, Rogue Legacy really did, like, usher in a genre of game, so I'm excited to see what they do. Wasteland uh, Wasteland 3 is also coming out in, like, two weeks. Right, Wasteland's a thing. That kind of just flew under my radar. I was thinking, maybe it's time to play Wasteland 2. Maybe. Maybe it's getting there. Because I didn't even get to play that yet, but we'll see. Anyways, you want to you wanna take out the broom and let's start cleaning yeah, up the place? Yeah, let's, uh, let's sweep up, because uh, this is housekeeping. Uh, so, first off, thanks to Ed Paquette for our wonderful intro, and a thanks to Heather Ramos for our lovely logo. Ask us questions, geckogamespodcast at gmail.com, or uh, assault us verbally on Twitter. I am at the richmeister Zero, and you are at beautiful underscore Eric. I don't want to be I assaulted. mean, if that's what the people want, that's what the people want. I am a public servant. All right. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. See y'all next time. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.